Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitude. Did somebody say Mackenzie? <laughs> okay, take two. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the trend every this week, I think. This will be the trend. Yep, <laughs> this will be the trend. We're still getting used to doing this podcasting together and... I keep forgetting to push the the button that unmutes the microphone. So we had a really good three minutes yeah, recorded, and then we'll I, never get yeah, never get that. Oh, wow. we'll get oh it's well, okay. it's it, yeah. So we're back. We're back. We're and we're so glad you're here. Oh, we're so glad you came back and you're here with us for week three of Mondays with Mackenzie. Yeah, our summer series that. Oh, it's just we're we've been so excited about it. Oh my gosh, it's um, it's the highlight of my week. Yeah, like we look forward to Mondays. Oh yeah, love it. Really do. I love Mondays. Love it. Yeah, I missed you. I missed you too. I missed you so much. So tell everyone where were you last week? I was in North Carolina in Curie Beach. I think they said Curie. K U R E. We said Curie. <laughs> That's a curious name. It's a curious name. <laughs> Um, with my dad's side of the family, my extended family, and it was amazing. We stayed in a house with, it's like 22 or 23 people, um, when everyone was there, I believe it was that many. And it was amazing all being together, obviously with COVID, it prevented all of us seeing each other and there's a lot of us. So it's, and it was amazing all because of me being sober and being happy in sobriety. You know, I was really able the entire week to stay fully present and really grateful to be spending this time with my family that I don't get to see too often. But it wasn't always the case where I was this relaxed and content and, and at peace. You know, even like in sobriety, like these trips would be hard because not that I wanted to drink because I wouldn't, that wouldn't be really be an issue um, the last like few years, but it was more just me feeling like, oh, there's so many people and um, I'm away from home. I like my routine, like that person's acting a certain way, like, oh, like me, 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 just, just being like annoying and like selfish and just like, what if they don't act like the way I want them to? Or like, what if just fear, just a lot of um, just making it really hard. And because of, you know, my program, sobriety, my, my life today, this freedom that I've literally been experiencing this life that I have, like, I was able to not just like endure a trip, you know, I like truly, truly loved every minute of it. And I'm a human, like obviously at times being in a house with that many people and sharing bathrooms got a little tricky, <laughs> but um, just the ability now to be so comfortable in my own skin and so just grounded and really feeling present with my family members, it was um, amazing. And it flew by, like it completely flew by. I missed you so much and mm -hmm. I missed, you know, I missed my life here and too really quick before we get into our topic. I, you know, growing up, 
I was so, I hated my life really. You know, I was never, this is like before I was drinking too. Like I was very uncomfortable in my own skin and my childhood was hard, you know, and I would love vacations because it was like an escape and I would sob coming home because I did not want to come back to like real life. And I like thought about that as we were driving home on Saturday, I was like, oh my God, like I used to have a really hard time entering like reality and I don't anymore. Like I loved being away with my family. I loved being on vacation, but I couldn't wait to come home like back to my life because I love my life so much. Like I don't want an escape, you know, like I don't want it to be dulled my life today or different or I want it exactly as it is and it's perfect. And I don't know. I, I really have been reflecting on that the last couple of days. So yeah, I'm happy to be back and happy to see you, but what have you been up to? Tell me how you're doing. Oh, well, I, I've just been home. And one thing that's been really exciting is that I've, I've just recently, I've told you this, have qualified myself as a food addict and I've always struggled with food and that's, this is not the topic today, but I'll just quickly share that recently my husband and I have been working with a nutritionist and a personal trainer um, to get us started on like this new way of living, getting rid of sugar for my diet and going completely organic and non-GMO. And um, I'm pretty much vegan. I've been eating vegan, but um, I do eat fish. (laughs) It has to be like wild caught fish. Um, You look amazing, by the way. Thank you. You and your husband look amazing. And I see you often, but then like being away from you for eight, eight days or nine days, like, wow. Like, not just like physically, I mean, physically, you're like just toned more and whatever, <laughs> just like you're glowing, like you're truly glowing. I just feel like, I feel like it's been like one of the, it's the last thing, like food and coffee were two things that I just never felt I had control of. I mean, I would hide pop tarts under my bed, yeah. I all over the house. Yeah. Just It was just like my relationship with alcohol. Of course. So, and I'm, I'm 48. I'll be 49 in December. So my, you know, those of you that are younger, you know, eating processed foods don't affect, may not affect your stomach. Like they do. For me, it got worse as I got older and sugar, like I was having the same sugar was almost like having a drink. So I'd wake up feeling hungover. So I've, I've just been really enjoying this new lifestyle. And I just feel even more, lighter and more peaceful. I didn't never thought that was even possible. And, and, um, and I've been back on exercising again. So that I'm just really excited about that. Um, just a new look great things. I feel great like that. And so, and one day my husband and I did like a cheat day. It was the 4th of July. We're like, Oh, we can just cheat. And literally the next morning we were like, we were regretting it. Yeah. And the cheat day wasn't that much of like I had Cheetos, yeah, and I had a couple of like cookies, yeah. and 
and I felt, felt it. and yeah, like, but I took one bag of cheetah, then another bag yeah. and another bag. Like, again, I can't just have one. <laughs> I wonder why. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Gee, what is it? So it's now it's like now, like I, the same thing with alcohol, like alcohol, like one of the things that I would do in the beginning and we, we can kind of lead into the topic now of like, and the topic for today is not picking up during summer parties or family occasions and early sobriety. And what I would do then is like kind of what I was doing initially with the food that right. um, like at parties, I would think about how I, how I would feel the next day. If I did pick up, that's one of the things that helped me. There's so many things, like so many like mm -hmm. plans that I put in place and, um, exit strategies, sure. things of that nature. Yeah. Um, because I was desperate to just not go back. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to stay stopped. I wanted to keep feeling better. I, and I would think in my head, I'm like, I've got to do everything in my power, um, to not pick up a drink during this party because I'll regret it. Right. And so what we're going to talk about today is basically, um, you know, where, where Mackenzie was in early sobriety, where I was in early sobriety and what, what techniques, what we did to help get through these parties. Cause you know, I, anyone who's listening, I'm sure you were inundated perhaps or with par parties, family parties, vacations. Yep. Um, especially like, now that COVID's kind of oh. dissipating a little bit and life is normal again like yeah. every it seems like everyone's going away and getting out more yeah like way more than yeah. usual i noticed yeah i've been noticing yeah yeah and so like the the now the opportunity to be in groups right where everyone is drinking like if you're trying to stop like you can easily like people who are really struggling can right. easily just hide like the, they they've been wanting to stop but then they 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 drink within that crowd and nobody knows but right. we're what we want to talk about is how you can you cannot drink in that crowd. In that crowd, yeah. And and people really don't care. People don't care. We were just kind of talking about this before we started recording. Like that was probably the most surprising thing. Totally. In um, you know, in the beginning, in yes. social gatherings, like, oh my God, how am I not gonna drink? People, everyone's gonna know. They're gonna ask me why I'm not drinking. I'm gonna have to um I'm going to have to owe everyone an explanation. I'm going to have to defend myself. Like you're and, thinking a lot about yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. And, I would think a lot about myself too. Like, Oh, me, 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 what am I going to do? Oh, right. well, you know, what if I'm, yeah. yeah. And not think about anyone else except me and like worry that every, I, I would make up stories in my head yeah. about what people would yeah. ask me. You would like write your script in your yeah. brain and then go over it and over it. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, me too. But, but I think as time went by, like more and more as I would go to like, like neighborhood, like family fun yeah, nights, sure. which were like, cause you had a lot of, in your neighborhood, you had a lot of every Friday hard, night yeah. in the summer. And it was really hard. The first summer was really hard. I couldn't go to a lot of them, but then, but I learned eventually that I could go and I would just walk down with my own cup and every, and I would go, I would arrive when I knew everyone, like my husband would probably go first sure. and then you know, and that's what happened. Like husbands and wives would like sometimes not even show up together, depending on how young their kids were. Right. And so that looked normal, but I would like show up and have a cup in my hand. So it looked like I was, and people did that. They walked to the party with a drink sure. and, yeah. 
And then, so that was a deterrent. So everyone was you like, can't go to anything sober. You would have to go like yeah. a little yeah. buzzed. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, pre-game gosh. everything uh, oh at least i did yeah so, yeah i'm sure people were walking with their drinks already. yeah just like, like the halloween you're walking around oh, trick or treating yeah, yeah. you know with the drinks in yep. your hand yep. so i would show up like i learned eventually like just to show up as if i was drinking like so right because i i wasn't yet ready to like to say i don't drink to people course, yeah um and that's a big thing we understand very, that yes it's hard, i wasn't it's really hard oh, to do because yeah. you're very hard to do yeah like we're still trying to figure things out ourselves right. and and wrestling with that and like yeah. worrying about how we're gonna um insert ourselves into into yeah. uh yeah. situations um that we're um discussing today yeah. and let like let me let's just clarify that again like yeah if you're new and and like new to sobriety or if you're trying to stay stopped like you do not have to have this all figured out like right now at all like you don't you don't have to feel like you have to tell the world like you're stopped right and like because it's a lot like it's a big life change and it took it takes some time to get used to this new way of life and it takes time to get more comfortable because it is a new way of life so you know do not feel that you know like okay like you made this decision to stop drinking that like now you know you have to tell everyone yeah and and you don't owe anything to anyone right you like you can fake it in terms of like with with the cups and with the with the, um, you know, like not making announcements to everyone, like, hey guys, like I don't drink anymore. Like right. you don't have to do that. I didn't do that. Sarah didn't do that. I wasn't comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want people to know Same. I stopped drinking. Same. Um, I didn't yeah. like, cause there was a lot of like shame still for me. Right. And like, I was still trying to figure it out myself. So like, just know that, you know, you, you, you don't have to have this figured out. Like it does get easier. Like it does one day at a time. It does get easier. Yeah. And so what, like what kind of things would you do early on? Cause you were in your early twenties. And so you were at that time when everyone go to um, concerts and things of that nature, like what kind of things, how would you stay sober? through a concert and pre and pre party. Oh, yeah. concert, I mean, cause all yeah, tailgating and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause the crowd, you know, even like family members, like everything was about drinking. Even things that shouldn't have been became about drinking. I did mention on the last episode or the one before that, um, I did have to make some big decisions on who I hung out with. Um, so a lot of my friends that drank, I didn't see my first summer, but there were, events that I would go to where there was a lot of drinking. There were family vacations um, because even though like we get sober, like, and stop drinking, it's still there. And so my thing, I did a few things. Number one, like I, and that I just had a plan of like, you know, having to be somewhere after or not like whatever. I just, I made sure I had a car that's huge. That's like still big for me. Like having like a car, it's such a safety, safety, comfort. (laughs) It's just a comfort thing for me. Um, 
So that was big. And not all the like, and, and I couldn't always have one, like if I was with family or like on a vacation. But um, with your friends, though, let me just insert yeah. a question real quick. With your friends, were they like psyched if you were the designated driver? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that saved me. Oh, too. I became. I'd be like, oh, I'll drive. Like, yeah. I would, I would be like, the, the, a volunteer and I'd sure, be like, well, yeah. I'm driving tonight, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so that was a, a yeah. great on the DD. Yeah, kind of, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I used that one. I actually forgot about that. I used that one. Always tried to drive, like have my own car. So I would know, like if I had to go to a party, like I would only stay for a certain amount of time. Like I made sure that um, I had like an exit strategy. I would, I know you did something similar, but I would really make it a point to engage with other people and like find out more about them um, and and not make it about me. Like if I were to go and like chit chat with someone, I would ask how they're doing. I would find out more about them and really keep it off of me. Like kind of just deflect yeah. if they like quick, deflection. quick, quickly. Yeah. yeah. Quickly. Because yeah. everyone loves to talk about themselves. Like, oh yes. I remember like when I was, I would talk about myself and my kids and I oh, yeah. and complain. The, a lot, Especially if they're I, drinking. Yeah. They love it even more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's a really easy way to right. like distract them from the fact right. that you're, you don't have alcohol in your cup or they can't, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just to quickly deflect back to like, oh, how, you know, and just. And like, if you know, like this person is very, loves talking about this, like, oh, they just got a new car. Yeah. Like, oh, like, tell me about your new car. Right. Like, right. Or they really, just got married or they just had a yeah, kid, like, like any main event, some big Something event. with them, like yeah. just keep kind of deflecting it off to them. And sometimes it does come up like, oh, I see you're not drinking or like, oh, you're not drinking anymore. Like it did come up for me. And let me say this, you do not owe anyone an explanation at all. You don't. I mean, to be honest, like in my, that first summer, like I did feel like I owed people explanation. So I would kind of overshare mm -hmm. sometimes because I was, mm -hmm. you know, uncomfortable um, and in, in fear and yeah. Um, but I, I kind of wish someone told me that, you know, that like you don't owe same. someone an explanation so i want to make that very clear like on this episode that like you don't um and you can keep your answers so, so short. yeah like oh just doesn't work for me like yeah, yeah. i just or to just, or like i you know i gotta i'm just cool yeah. the jets yeah you know i just like my but my thing was like yeah i just kind of stopped stopped working for me it didn't alcohol and i just don't really go and sometimes i'd make a joke yeah. like um or just or even like saying like, um, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm like, good. I'm like, good. No, I'm good right I'm now. Good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And, and then and then quickly deflecting to, to back right. to them. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then like the truth, like in my brain um, is like, for me, like I really didn't want to drink because like I knew that mm -hmm. and I didn't go around saying this at like light fun barbecues. Like, no, like if I drink, like I want to die. Like I didn't get like, into that. But that is how I felt. And these, that was always at the forefront of my brain is that I couldn't have just one Corona or one margarita. Like, and I didn't, I didn't even want that because for me in, in early and still, but in early sobriety, like I knew where alcohol had taken me to a really dark, scary place to hell. And I didn't want to go back there. Like you said in the beginning, like you did everything to not drink like early on and same, like I, it really wasn't attractive to me. 
um, because I really knew like, that's how scared I was. Like, that's how, that's how, that's where like this took me. That's where Mm -hmm. like my alcoholism took me at 20 years old was that I wanted to die when I would drink. So kind of always having that in my mind, like, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable sometimes these parties, but like that helped me. Yeah. That really helped me. Right. So you, like, yeah, it's not like I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I could have one. I might just make an ass out of myself. Right. It's like, no, if I have one, like I'm going to want to commit suicide because that's where right. I was. Right. But I didn't announce that to the party. No. Like intention, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no. I, I no. didn't do that, but um, I don't know. I just, but like the, 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 you don't owe anyone an explanation. No. Just, yeah, I'm you good just right keep now. Keep it really simple. And because there's a lot of stuff like in early sobriety. I know for me, I had to work out. Like, like I got sober, gosh, at 39. Right. And so in the last two years, we're a total hell. And um, I just, I could not, I was, I had to get to a place of just like not caring what people thought about yes. me. And, and then, but not being an asshole. So I had to just learn to be at a place of like not giving a shit what people thought and and then realizing because it's a form of self-care because if we if we're caring so much about what people think that we're like oh I better pick up a drink so they don't think I'm an alcoholic. It's like I knew I was an alcoholic. I knew that I there was I could not drink again. Like yeah. it was all or nothing for me. And if it was all, I was going to be dead eventually. So like you knew what would happen if you took that first drink. Oh yeah, like I never had. I knew it. Like there's and that's the thing. Like if you know you don't have an off button, if you know if you've had so many experiences like right. that, chances are that's the way drinking's going to be yeah. indefinitely. Sure. And like for me, it took me a fucking long sorry long time. Yes to like really get like to, to accept that, that, that like I tried over and over and over again to have it be different. I wanted it to be different, but it just plain wasn't. Wasn't. And, and so I learned that not caring was a form of self-care, not caring what others think about Mm -hmm. me is form of self-care that I, that I was desperate enough and willing enough to, you know, hide out in the bathroom, call my sponsor and say like, okay, I'm feeling really off. Like there's so much alcohol yeah. around right now. And like, she told me, go to the bathroom and call me. Yes. If that, if you, oh, I would do feel, things like yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. All the oh, time yeah. during the event. And another thing really quick, like vacations, if you're on a vacation or you're literally like sh- stranded somewhere with your family or with like, it is okay to like, take some time for yourself. And like, even if it's like an hour or two, mm-hmm. like, and go for a walk or like mm-hmm. you don't need to be like not telling people what to do but like I wish this was like kind of drilled into me <laughs> in the in my first few trips was that like I don't need to be with my family the entire every second of the day like I can I'm allowed to take an hour here right. and again like, I'm allowed to do that right and like that's what my family would want too like that's what like yeah, like it's so important, like to know being aware of like what you need and staying true to it and like not yes. feeling guilty or not feeling bad. Like, Absolutely. I need to take a minute, like, I need to go call some people, I need to go listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. I need to meditate, pray. Like, I need this for me. 
Right. That is not, that's like not selfish. No. And like it is right. like in a good way, in a good but way. it's not because chances are like, for me, like if I'm not doing that, like I'm not being useful. Like I'm like not enjoying myself. Like, I don't know. I'm sure other people aren't like perceiving me in a great way. So like, if I take that time and I still do that, like even on this vacation, like I needed like that time mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I was like re-energized and like refocused and like, so yeah, I mean, self-care is really important, especially on trips and, and, and at parties. Um, I It's like the bottom line is it's like, I think for me, I had to, in order to stay sober during these events, I had to, I had to like have the plan about an exit strategy or, and who I was going to go ask questions to about and find out about. Uh, and also I had to just in my mind before going to a party, remember just how much I want to stay sober. And I I had to really stay true to that and just keep that mindset. So I wouldn't be lured. I wouldn't that temptation like forget. Yeah. (laughs) That I wouldn't forget that like alcohol takes me to places that are ugly, you know, it's it. Yeah. And and that's okay to like remind yourself of that. I still do that just because I never want to forget. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And right. And another thing I just thought of that I would do, um, is I would, re- I would try to help out like with food or like just kind of be or cleaning up, cleaning up, yeah. like, you know, finding like the host or what, and like, how can I help? Like stay in the kitchen, like yeah. clean, clean up, like yeah. just take out the garbage, like just mm-hmm. make myself useful. Like play with the kids in the play, basement. Right. And then mm-hmm. you're not like standing there, like without a drink right. or like you're doing something. Yeah. And I yeah. still do that. And I think that's just a natural like that's kind of like my instinct now at gatherings, especially where there's a lot of alcohol is I just go right for like, how can I help? Like, what can I do? I still do that. Mm-hmm. I literally am thinking of, yeah, that's, and that really helps because you're not, then you're not thinking like, oh, I'm not drinking. Like, what right. do people think? Like, you're just getting out of yourself. Yeah. Um, but I like, even though like you and I are in like, in a place in our recovery that's really so amazing. And like, I I can say confidently that I do not have the obsession to drink. Like every morning I wake up that I don't have the thought of drinking if I'm in a, like, I just don't have that default mm-hmm. anymore. It's like in remission, yeah. but I don't forget, like this is why this podcast is so important to me and to Mackenzie that we remember we remember how freaking hard it was in the beginning and the parties and like before we started recording, we were saying what's, what is really important to share today about like what we've experienced in early sobriety during summertime. And, and we thought, Oh my gosh, well, parties and functions and, and and, yeah. yeah. And we know how hard it is. And like Instagram does offer an opportunity as well to connect with people and build a community within in, within that social world of social media. And then you can start voice memoing people. Then you can start Zooming with people or FaceTiming with yeah. people, even if they're like across the country. Oh like there's but so many the, options. Sarah and I is like closest people yeah. right now are in California, California. or Florida yeah. or 
South, South Carolina, Carolina, like Texas, Colorado. I mean, it's South Africa, Berlin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and so anyway, we just, and it does like to give you hope, like it gets easier. It's not going to be like this forever. Like they, time does help. Yeah. Like it really does. Like we only have today, like every day. It's like, I'm so grateful for today that I woke up today. I don't want to drink, but it starts to become your way of life. And in turn, like you get more comfortable and it just becomes easier. And now it's like, I go to parties and I don't have anything in my hand. I have a bottle of water. Like I'm not even like, and, and, but that didn't happen overnight, right. but you can get to that place. Yeah. It's possible. Can. It's possible. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap on this episode of our summer series, Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitudes. We are so glad you joined us today. Staying sober not only in the summertime, but all year round is absolutely possible. We hope to carry that message. Sobriety doesn't have to be hard. Just reach out for help. We're here for you and we hope to see you next time.